Leaping forward bionically. Jules. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Little Beast. What's up? Don't get some. Come on now. Uh, Shana Shay. Ha! And joining us for the first time, Capital Dean. Hello. Hey. We have an awesome show lined up for you. We are talking about Assassin Nation. This is a new indie comic. We've been following them for a while and they've had some good titles. We'll see if this one follows that uh, continuous chain. Also, we are talking about Harry Potter Wizards Unite. This brings you into the world of Hogwarts, into the new world of Fantastic Beasts. Wait, no, it doesn't. What the hell does this one do? We'll talk about that too. There's another game for that too. Yeah. Also, we have the inside stuff, believe it or not, on the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes, yes. I'm very excited. Well, thank you for sharing the And we're going to close out with the new Netflix show, The Island. <laughs> I don't want to tip my hand too much. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, I'm going to kick it over to Shayna. Break down for us what Assassin Nation is all about. Um, Indie comic, essentially the setup is that the former, because <laughs> he brings this up a lot, number two greatest assassin in the world on what you call it so he is now the head of the second strongest mafia um crime organization and he is facing multiple threats to his life like mm -hmm. someone is trying to kill him and so he decides to gather up all the top 20 best assassins in the world to hire them to protect him yeah, it's one of those situations where it's like, you know, who watches the Watchmen? Well, who assassinates the assassins? Mm -hmm. You know, and I was really hoping that this would have been kind of a John Wick-esque, you know, battle royale, uh, uh, I don't know, free-for-all between assassins. We'd see like, you know, clever uh, attempts and traps being set and such mm -hmm. because it's kind of presented like that. It's presented like this dude himself is badass, but he's also being hunted by not just assassins, but the other like, you know, top tier badasses in the same like field you know instead uh it felt more like a character study with intermittent well not intermittent um sporadically just jackson pollock all over uh <laughs> assassin battles left and right which sounds like a great thing and it would be i feel if this was in like a more visual format like uh like a movie maybe um hmm. you know maybe a, um uh, uh maybe a netflix show something like that yeah limited series yeah you know um, but rather they present it more like the story of we're gonna get really invested in the backstory of where everyone came from, what their motivations are, and then why uh, we're hearing so much about this dude, this number two top tier, I was the best in the world guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Salute, what was your impressions? I actually really liked it. Mm -hmm. um, I agree though that it, it sold itself a little bit as, as a John Wick type story and you get a little bit of that. There are some great uh, action sections of the book there's five issues out now that you can read and that's really enjoyable but i think the the push the plot of it is much more focused on this mystery of like who are um the characters that you develop over time yeah. a lot of them die pretty quickly they are, they do get kind of uh Throughout each book, there's fewer and fewer characters, yeah, and the but, ones that stay on, you learn more about. But, but they start so good with, like, you've got this huge roster of assassins. Yes. And um, has anyone here ever seen the movie Mean Guns? No. Yeah. Looking over in the peanut gallery, John turned around, he's seen it. <laughs> um, mean Guns is this movie, actually uh, with Ice-T. 
Mm. You know, a bunch of people, like bunch of B and C tier actors. The most recognizable besides Ice-T would be the dude that played Chosen, the main villain in Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> Uh, so but, this is a must-see. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Right after the show. Um, it's a movie about a bunch of assassins that are uh, brought to a warehouse um, for uh, a, a story kind of like this. Hmm. But they're all lured, lured there as, like, we've got this new contract for you from this mysterious benefactor. And you kill a hard target. You can't know who it is yet, but just know big, big bucks are, you know, on the line and such what's going on mm -hmm. a bunch of weapons like just tons of weapons fall from the ceiling and then they're told okay so now you all kill each other and the winner of this is the one who actually gets the final prize mm. so that's what this felt like um once you get all the assassins in the same place the premise in the book was different but the outcome was kind of the same and it kind of robbed us of what i thought would have been a good display a good chance to actually see a lot of really interesting uh, back and forth, you know, uh, cat gotcha. and mouse games, uh, really clever interactions and, you know, survival of the fittest type setups. It could have been like all that in one uh, limited series. And I think it wasn't. I think they I think they not just robbed us, the, the audience, but I think they robbed them uh, themselves, the, uh, the writers and the artists of a um, really clever mechanic when you can do it right, mm -hmm. you know? And I was disappointed by that because that happens like right away. So that roster you were talking about, it yeah. starts off so robust, is cut down to like decaf immediately. Yeah. You start yeah. with 20 and you go to nine in the first chapter. Yeah. In the first book. Like, you know. yeah. And not even like, you know, in clever ways and fun, you know, oh, we got one battle. Some guy's jumping off behind the couch and shooting, you know, someone else dropping from a ceiling or out a window, you know. Yeah, I, I feel know. like, you, you know what? And I realized we should have, you should have known exactly who was going to make it in the beginning, not even the beginning, I think it's like in the second issue when they, when somebody asked all of them what was their first kill. And almost everybody <laughs> who they showed their little thought bubble that showed who, you know? Yeah, they're more, they're like well, how they got started in this, in this. Those are the ones who make, who pretty much make it through the, at least to the last book. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. There wasn't a trigger though. I was kind of, you kind of expect to see a trigger when you see those and it's, it, it's not like everyone of those people are the ones that talked at the initial assassin party because there were like side characters that spoke up too. You know, I do yeah. like I do like that. That's one thing I actually really did dig. I maybe on your side here. Maybe this is like the one thing you didn't like. I don't know. I like Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Having an assassin who's just like also this this like deep fanboy of other right. assassins. Getting everybody's <laughs> yeah. autograph. Also, asking for autographs. Also that his name was just Dave. Yeah. His name was just Dave. Everyone else, you know, I'm I'm you know Frederico the knife. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm smoke. Um, smoke. What you call it? I'm bishop. And the, yeah, that dude uh, Tarkington. I'll I'll let y'all you know figure out his first name for yourselves. Um, I liked him though. He was he was. I loved him. Interesting. And then he was he was in the book. Uh, it's like if you gave Lenny from an, of Mice and Men a brain. He's yeah. like slightly smart. Well, not just a brain, a little a little more like, you know, motivation and a skill. But yeah. still on that same level of, you know. He's just a giant audience. man, probably uh over overly strong for his own good. Mm. Every, Fights the, bears? I think that's one of the like, jokes that they make. Yeah, is no, like, when he was a child. When he was a child. He <laughs> Because at some point in life, he's made he's he's just made the sound. Yeah. Sincerely, that's all. Um, I I did like Dave, and I liked how they introduced him mm -hmm. as kind of the 
he was the he was the di the digestif of all this you know hardcore machismo from yeah. you know from all genders in in this too which is like no everyone else has you know something to prove i got the biggest balls in the room okay connie settle down you know and he was the he was a control for all that he was like well mm -hmm. when i've gone on this mission you know someone killed my husband i'm gonna take them out too mm -hmm. and such and then dave comes in that's awesome hey can you sign my book <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it, it worked on on that front, but I, after that, the story to me, and maybe I'm jaded, but the story to me felt flat. And I'm glad you have a differing opinion because mm -hmm. I thought it was just gonna be like, I don't know, I thought this was gonna be just kind of an angry review. Man, they let me down, man. I thought no Seth could do. And I'm glad you had a different interpretation. Yeah. And also, I noticed very conspicuously, Shane has been awfully quiet the other <laughs> I'm trying to be kind and let people talk. All right, well, <laughs> thank you. I, 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 we appreciate that. Um, what are your impressions? Lay, lay it down. Um, for me, like, I get what you mean about not getting the fullness of the action before I, like, you know, give my opinion of the story itself. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is, is that whoever the, like, the artist in this particular case does not have the extensive talent to make a still picture look like it's moving. And there are a couple of comic book artists who can do that, and for those who can, like they've 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 made their names because those are the kind of people who end up with the big comic book houses because they have that kind of skill. Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of skill would have been really helpful here for the few action panels that exist, just because man, I just wish there was a little more oomph to the visual. Beyond that, I really actually like the characters, like. They're like Tarkington, like the reason that his first name is what it is was hilarious to me. Yes. Um, I was, I was. I'm that like, his father wanted to name him Sue, and I'm thinking to myself, like the Johnny Cash song. And then he said, like the. But, but then was wondering, was, was afraid that was going to make him a homosexual. <laughs> so he named him the other thing instead. And how did that work out for you? It made him, it made him ambiguous. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm like, why would anyone like actually do that to their child? Especially because the song exists. You have an example of how wrong it's gonna go. And do you I'm not know some how dude, the song ends? I, well, yeah, oh. I know. He's the song is like, you know, I'll never name him Sue. I'll name him Anthony, John, something, anything, but, anything but Sue. And this guy's thinking maybe, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't listen. Maybe he he heard the song on eight track. So you know, it's got that few seconds. No, he's dealing with the father in the story's reasoning, like. Tarkin's father. Yeah, and the that reason make why he named, makes him why the boy's name douche. is Sue in the song is to make him tough, and he is tough because he had to fight every day of his life because his name was. Sue. Yeah, and the song also says, and that's why I hated this man every day of my life. Well, but that's also why he forgave his father the same thing. He was like, he did accomplish what he wanted to do. He gave me strength, and I'm I'm strong, and that's. But no, I wouldn't inflict the same thing onto my own child. Yeah. yeah. You know what that is, though? That's the same cat who watched Fight Club. Like, yo, this is a great message. Just follows the letter. Have you ever noticed people don't always pick up the message of the art? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a sad fact of our reality. We don't always accomplish the goals that we intend to. And sometimes people fall the wrong path down a dark road. Message! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Like, um, and honestly, one of the morally worst characters in it i found the funniest now which one? Oh god what was the main dude was the, the the guy who was 
supposedly trying, the, the one who hired all the assassins. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like the worst kind of person. Yes. yes. But I was amused with the level of the garbage person he was. Like, I Yeah, I love how petty he was and how that was something so that like much. people called him out on a bunch throughout the story. That was great. But we meet him too, just like bringing up what we think is just him reminiscing about a happy moment where, you know, yeah, I remember this fond thing that happened once. You know, I used to be this guy, but then that happened. You know what, man? It still left me no status my fortune. I got to do this. And, you know, it's in the past, but that's my past. And I'm like, okay, we're starting off with this guy's yeah. flashback. And then we find out, no, he's told that story to everybody, everybody. when he meets them. And not just once, like repeatedly. Yeah. This is something he cannot move past. Yeah, right? He is the dude who peaked in high school. He is. He's Al Bundy with the four touchdowns and went in a single game. Yes. Yes. But only he's actually insanely (laughs) successful. Yes. But he still can't get over his, what he deems his glory days. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a Dr. Doom situation. Like he's got that one tiny scar and he's like, I have to hide it forever. Like this guy just, yeah, he's, completely successful yes. in every regard except this one thing and he just cannot let it go and it was and it went all the other characters around him are trying to say almost the entirety of the run is that you know at some point there's always going to be somebody who comes up and is better mm-hmm. like you'll be number one for a minute but then somebody is going to be younger faster stronger and they're going to take your spot mm-hmm. like that's just how it is but dude cannot let it go you know? <laughs> and I, I appreciate that they different personality types you know my main beef is that i don't think they used all the um all the really cool um uh uh, mechanics that they presented to us to their fullest extent you know there's a lot of wasted potential here because it's a it's a it's a it's a cool premise Mm -hmm. um the characters like instantly we see we don't know everything about them but we get something cool about each one i also realize He's the only character who has a selfish motivation on why he is a assassin. Like, everybody else's first kill was something that was... Kind of noble. Kind of, yeah. Like, they had, like, a mission statement, like a thesis, something that went along with why they became killers. But he was just like, no, I'm just awesome at it, and it makes sense. (laughs) No, you're right. It also took me a minute, and maybe, maybe that just speaks to the art or not. I was wondering, what the hell was Smoke's motivation? Because I didn't, mm. under, I didn't understand the panel um, where oh. she actually got the revenge. Because well, it looked to me like... A teacher took advantage of her friend. No, 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 Smoke. Um, yeah, it was... Her. No, Smoke was the one who... Um... Oh, okay, yes. But how she got the motivation. The, the revenge, I mean. Um, when she... Uh... showed it. Yes, no, they did. What, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. What happens is she shot her through a, uh, like a car window. But the way the art presented it was it was supposed to be like this dramatic shot. It's all black. Maybe it's at night. And then she's shooting and the uh, light from the muzzle flash, you know, uh, shines back on her. And it's like, but I'm like, I'm looking at it like, why is she shooting a TV? How is this like leading her Uh. in a life of murdering people? You know, I just feel like you just misunderstood the panel the first no, time. No, I didn't. I just, I didn't, I didn't it, see it uh, the hard. art through me for a bit. I, I had to keep going back to it. Like, okay, I guess that's weird. Everyone else has like, you know, this guy with the dog and such. But it goes back to the TV. Was it a bad show? <laughs> was it televised? Was it a monitor? Was she watching on a? Oh, there's a mirror there. That's a car. Ah, and like me going back like four pages, like oh, ah, ah mm. gotcha. and now it. It's like that one thing threw me. So maybe that's just me. I'm just I'm slow sometimes. I have more in common with Tarkington than I thought, y'all. <laughs> but I mean, besides that, I yeah, like I said, I feel it was wasted potential. 
I really look for a lot from these types of stories mm -hmm. because they present good ideas. And if something has to build, I get that and I'll let it build. And this presented a lot of good stuff off the bat. You know, I really wanted to see more from like one of my other favorite characters besides Dave for obvious reasons mm -hmm. uh, was the um, I forget his name. I want to say Frank or Frankie. Uh, the old assassin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Wistful? Wistful? Wistful yeah. Stan? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Wistful Stan? I thought it was, was Wistful Frank. Stan. I Dang, okay. <laughs> no, you're right, him. The sad one. And, yeah, he's just, he's just <laughs> sad. And this whole thing is like, you're one of the top assassins in the world. Ranked top assassin in the world. Why are you so sad? Well, because I kind of stayed that way by going to nursing homes and blah, 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 blah. Like, there's no like, challenge yeah, anymore. But I, I'm, I'm okay with it because, you know, I'm old. What do you want from me? Like, <laughs> damn, this dude's just wow. Wistful is wistful. He's the like, name makes sense. He's like, this is young man's game. I should have got out years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I have no other skills. Yeah, <laughs> no. He, he's right though. Though someone has to take out those folks that you know. Wanna they, die? They, yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean, just because you want to die doesn't mean you also, you know, someone doesn't want you dead. So, pa pow. I'll take that easy check. There you go. Uh, no, what, what, what? would have made a, what what made would have made and ultimately broke for me is um uh, not Tarkington but the other dude whose name started with, with an F maybe his name was Frank I keep forgetting that could be um but his uh his catchphrase there that they uh, kind of sell the book with too is I'm here to make I'm, I was oh, like yeah. um, I'm here to get kills and make dollar bills and I'm yeah. like yeah that's badass you know uh I'm a motif that this book's coming in on mm. and it didn't go out on that for me uh, I gotta I hear mean, he he was honest. He wasn't. He was there to make kills, not friends. He was. Dave was there to make friends. Yes, he which was. Yeah. was unfortunate. Dave sounds like my favorite character. Dave, he's great. I, I like Dave, and I should like Dave. Every time Dave, like the Dave type character is in like a movie or something, like, like he's the, the most annoying. Like like Dave. Oh my God, is is the character from Deadpool also named Dave? Um, no, you're thinking of uh. Yes. No, not Hydra Bob. No, in the second one. Um. Oh, uh, Derpinder. He was uh. The... Nope, nope, still wrong character. Oh, because no, the... who else was trying to be an assassin? Derpinder was trying to be an assassin. I do not remember. Remember at, when he gathered X Force in the one normal? Oh, the guy with the mustache. Yes. Yeah, I remember him. I think his yeah, name yeah. was Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So pulling out for Dave's everywhere. <laughs> I feel like that character's name has to be Dave. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm a little. I'm sorry. I feel like I've cut you off like four times, but you've been trying to get something out this whole time. Oh well, I just feel like it's. I went into it like not knowing anything, and I really like Erica Henderson's art, and so um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, but I really liked it as a, as kind of an action comedy. Like on that level, I think it worked very well. Oh, no, I agree. But because of the fact that most of the push of the the plot was the kind of the mystery, and then the vehicle was like a little bit of action but mostly comedy mm -hmm. i feel like everything was kind of uh the jokes were more important than the kind of the setups and the kills and stuff mm -hmm. i could see how going into it with another perspective of how that story should be told would be very disappointing because i really like your idea but this was just kind of something different but i really liked it all right and to be fair my idea isn't entirely mine i've seen different stories like this so maybe i'm a little biased because, you know, Mean Guns was a very special... No, it's trash. Stuff. Oh, I but definitely was... am going to watch it, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, very excited. Like saying it's trash right. does not make a person not want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, silly me, I thought that... Okay. Just know it stars Ice-T, so that should make it a little easier to find mm -hmm. when you do that search. 
Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix. It seems like something that would come to their, um, like, you know, uh, Bad Movie Night queue. Um, hey, nothing yeah, Bad Movie Night. What's up for dude? Like, you mean to tell me if I put a bullet in the gun, I can... Um, yeah, that sounds like the kind of dialogue in the movie I was watching last night. I was watching Loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that, that's a that's a classic. Mm -hmm. My husband had never seen it before. <gasps> yeah. What a treat. Well, that's one of the few that went to theaters. That's his fault. I mean, yeah, like, no, I'm always introducing him to like random like eighties. Like late '80s, early '90s, like action slash comedy movies. Like I gotta get him to watch the Lethal Weapon movies next. He's never watched any of them. Not the Lethal Weapon, Naked Gun. Sorry. Ooh. Naked Gun. Okay. Yo, I'm surprised by how many folks have not seen Naked Gun. I thought it was huge. Well, I think, remember the TV show got canceled after like a season. Well, yeah, but no one knows the TV show. It was, it was, it was six too episodes. Funny. It was six TV episodes. Show? That was legit. Yeah, Police Squad. Like it was. Excuse me. That's Act why Naked Enough Gun the movie no, called Naked Gun colon from the files of Police Squad. Yeah. Yeah, they thought that the they literally thought the show was too funny, and that it, that people weren't gonna get all the jokes, and Yo, it was li they, they they canceled it for being too funny. And I'm like, that is the dumbest reason I've ever heard. That's okay. terrible. That's a crime. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll be fair to it though. I'll be fair to them though for the amount of jokes that were in every episode, mm -hmm. like nonstop. Like Just back goes. and forth, visual gag, uh, uh, you know, uh, word wordplay, yeah. um, just ridiculous slapstick left and right, and then a serious cop moment, it immediately <laughs> followed by it, a freeze frame, which makes it so. But perfect. only one person's like, what the, "Why y'all? Why is no one moving?" Can you, <laughs> exactly. you, officer, he's, he's still he's still mugging me. He's still got my hand. Can you help? help you. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, no, a Police Squad. It was six episodes. Check it out. It, well, if you can't well, find there, it, I'll, I'll there, send it. To there's you. a couple of unaired episodes. Like if you get the um, like DVD package or uh, whatever is that you know if they're streaming it, like they have all of them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, it's also one of those things that does not hold up over time. Heads up. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone back and watched those. Like there is little to nothing PC about any of it. Yeah. I mean, times change. Yeah, but. Mm -hmm. Except we've become more aware and we will all move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched I watched Naked Gun a couple weeks ago and I was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I watched Bill and Ted, like the first one, I, oh. over the summer mm -hmm. again. And it was like the first time I watched it in years. And I was like, oh, they used the F word and not the F-U-C-K one. Mm. A oh. lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this, this would not fly today. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that stuff. I mean, also, Bill and Ted was, wasn't that like meant for kids? Or no. at least towards younger audiences? No, it was like for teenagers. Well, that's what I mean by younger audiences. Yeah, but that's not how marketing works. All right, no, you're <laughs> right. But, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm well aware of how some of that, you can never go home again. Yeah. Never, no, I'll still never. go. Like, I just... Okay, well, I'm you should never go home again. Because, I mean, live with the memories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um... Uh, assassination. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> assassination. Um, I got to give it a thumbs down, actually. That's all right. And I mean, it's, it's not like a hateful, like, yo, don't stay here. It's just this could have been a much better story. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it fell flat. Not that they didn't try in this, but the first issue was good. And it 
the killing of everyone was a surprise, but I thought, okay, so they'll use this as, you know, okay, now everyone's like, okay, well, we're gonna make it, we're gonna get, better get serious because this happened and it got dumb, and then the threats are gonna get real, mm. but it's not gonna ju just come from the assassins in this. I thought, okay, so it's gonna be bigger. Maybe the world is, you know, something, maybe we're skipping John Wick 1 and going to John Wick 3, you know, something gotcha. like that. But it didn't, and I feel like the first episode, the first episode, I, the first issue, uh, alluded to something where it, it presents something and you think okay I've got this whole thing pegged and then when it throws you that curve you're like oh it's gonna be something more I'm even more invested now and mm -hmm. then it never meets what it seemingly promises and that may be me looking too deeply into it but as a reader I was still disappointed <laughs> because it still didn't give me the bare minimum of what I was looking for in an assassin story in a um, whodunit you know cat and mouse game story of you know I'm hunting you but you don't know I'm hunting you so I'm coming for you, but am I coming for you? Because I really think, you really think I'm on your side. Maybe I am on your side because I'm also coming for them. You know, it's like one of those. And I'm like, yo, this is a great detective thing. And instead it just left me with kind of a generic, not necessarily by the numbers, but still kind of a blah book. Okay. You know, so I got to give it a thumbs down on that too. Jay? Okay, well for me, I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but it's kind of like, it's really because I'm more in the middle, but I really did enjoy the characters um, and the setup was fine and maybe because I had no preconceived notions going in so it was all fresh to me um, yeah there are parts of it that are like I can say oh well this reminds me of this thing or that thing but I would definitely be down to seeing more of some of these characters because they really did come off fun they were even though you didn't get to know a whole whole lot about them, they still felt fully formed. I wish the art had a little bit more pop. Pop? Zazz? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, and I think I get where you're coming from because it's funny. Um, when I went to see Knives Out mm -hmm. on another week, so I heard somebody complaining about it and I couldn't understand their complaint about the movie. But when I went back and rewatched the trailer, I'm like, I get it. Because the trailer feels like it's advertising a different movie than the movie I saw. But I gotcha. didn't watch the trailer before I saw the movie. Gotcha. So I didn't have a preconceived notion. So I just took it as what it was and I really enjoyed it. So it's so I feel like this is like a similar situation for you, Pat. That you felt like you were sold something else and that's not what you got. So no, you're always going to be... I got, little, I got lies. Yeah, you're always going to be a little independent. You're always going to be a little disappointed regardless. Mm. But no, I, I I thought it was a good story. I liked the ideas because I really I felt like everything else was pretty much artifice. It was really more about these characters and how they get down in this world that they live in. So yeah, that's why so that's why I give it a thumbs up. All right, mm -hmm. cool. cool. All right, very surprising. I'm no, I'm not not bad surprising. Just you know, I'm, I'm it's refreshing to hear someone else had interpretation because I'm just a jaded old fart. <laughs> uh, the book is called Assassination. Uh, it's available now. You can check it out at your. Uh, actually, I think it's on Comicsology too. Um, but we got digital format. Yo, physical copy, digital, whatever you prefer. And apparently, two uh, two thumbs, one thumb down. It's uh, mixed reviews here. Check it out. Um, I'm gonna kick it over to the Beast. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because you're familiar with the Harry Potter universe. Um, very minimally. Okay. Well, if <laughs> I presented to you the concept of Go dig this. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. There's a game where you can play a wizard, a Hogwarts wizard, Hogwarts Ooh. house wizard, not Harry Potter. You're not limited to like, you know, his storyline or being one of his friends there. Okay. You get to be your own person. Okay. You came out of Hogwarts and the world needs your help. 
I, I gotta step up. Oh, I gotta what, do it. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay, now you choose the color of your house. Okay. You don yourself from head to toe. You hit the streets and you get to saving. All right. I'm gonna need you to cast spells. All right. I'm gonna need you to, to choose a profession. I'm gonna need you to ha inflict your influence on the rest of the world and save us all. Death Eaters are a thing of the past because they were nothing. All right. We got real threats on the horizon. I am down. I am ready. Yes. Get your wand. All right. Cool. Now, I'm gonna need you to perform this very uh, intricate series of like motions and then do it at a certain speed. I'm not gonna tell you what that speed is. Ooh. Okay, you just gotta memorize it. And then <laughs> okay. like, okay, drag your finger along uh, the screen just so. Okay. All right, so that when this guy comes in, I'm gonna need you to do it about five or six times in the exact same motion. You can't stray whatsoever. Ooh. All right, and then he's gonna look at you funny and then just kind of like teleport away. Now he's gonna do that like five or six times, so you're not really gonna feel like you accomplished anything. But just know that after about uh, maybe 26, 27 times, okay. um, I'm gonna ask you for money. Okay, are you ready? I'm less ready than before. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, this is the general run-through of Harry Potter Wizards Unite. That was a little glib, but the game itself uh, does put you in a, um, a, a real world, it's an AR game, and you are a Hogwarts wizard in the world of Hogwarts, in the world of J.K. Rowling. But Hogwarts is, 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 is gone. Hogwarts has been, you know, Hogwarts has been destroyed. Ooh, and now you're actually, well, you're, Hogwarts is no longer graduated. a factor in this. You're not, you're not a student anymore. Hey, hey the, the game says Hogwarts is gone. To me, that means someone blew that mother up. Yeah. All right. And now you are actually part of the Ministry of Defense. Oh, well, you know, you're a volunteer. There's oh. apparently a bunch of Volunteers are part. Are you going to tell a volunteer fireman? You know, he doesn't get to wear that hat? Come on now. Wait, I got like, Okay, okay, we get, we, get, we get the gear, okay? You go in there, tell you, we'll wet your t-shirt. That'll be enough defense, because you don't really work for us. You're a volunteer. Go ahead, say that puppy. Like, come on now, what are you... No, you are part of, even if you're not employed by, because you, uh, uh, you're a I supervisor. I feel like there's a, there's a distinction to be made if I'm not getting paid. All right, then, since yeah. you're so jazzed about... All right, well... If you gotta do this on top of your day job, I'm concerned. <laughs> Actually, they don't make any implication whether or not you do. You do choose a profession, so I'm assuming that, you know, nah, you're, they call you a volunteer, but maybe you're just like an intern okay. or something, you know, maybe, I, I'm thinking maybe that's uh, more along the lines of where you stand with them, because they don't mention like, you know, you're out saving, you know, unicorns uh, t today, and then tonight you gotta go, you know, work uh, security at Popeye's, you know, it's like. Yeah, I was like, am I, by, by choose a profession, is that like, cobbler? Is that, like, <laughs> banker? What I age am... do you live in? <laughs> cobbler's the first Cobbler profession that came exists. to mind, though. I'm not saying they don't exist, I'm saying now, today, I mean, that's the first thing that came to, I want a cobbler. You go ahead, get you. We'll get you a cobbler after the show. Everybody strawberry, should have okay? custom you like peach? shoes. Peach As a cobbler, millennial, get you a peach cobbler after the show. You'd be cool. Um, <laughs> As I'm a millennial, is, my dream is to be able to afford someone to make custom shoes for me. Because nobody's feet are this. Everybody's feet are individuals. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, so I should have custom made shoes. I'm gonna say two things. I'm gonna say one, live in the now, and I'm gonna say two, Etsy is a thing. But <laughs> yeah. in this world, you choose a profession, and your profession can be. You can be a professor. You know, uh, um, um, uh, of actually, since they said Hogwarts is gone, uh, I don't know what you'd be professing. This kind of uh, combines the worlds of then how did Harry I send Potter. We're gonna Hogwarts. argue about this because we got to show. We only got limited time for show. You really? Right. <laughs> gotta keep this moving. Um, well, anyways, what I'm getting at is you're in the Harry Potter world, but it's kind of a hodgepodge of Harry Potter, of um, the uh, I'm, I'm going over here like there's a there's a guide to refer to of um, Fantastic Beasts. There's you a know, big one, it's right there. <laughs> and it doesn't adhere to any of them uh, by the letter. 
So uh, you don't get all the Fantastic Beasts at your disposal. And you don't get all the uh, Hogwarts Wizards. You get a few interpretations of them. It's not completely photorealistic which kind of gives this weird uncanny valley feeling to mm. me at least i bet they didn't have rights to everybody's likeness maybe mm. maybe maybe not but they do use names that's the thing that you know well, the character names belong to the harry potter world mm. this is a separate situation well so which one where do you make the distinction then I, that's that would make sense but like you know uh filch um mcgonagall um friggin i don't know who else would be uh possibly public domain um versus uh, private, uh, privatized. Well, I mean, like the the actual image of the actors who played them, mm -hmm. they may not have may not have had like rights to use all of their images. Mm. Whereas the characters of Harry Potter, where whereas the character of Harry Potter are you know the property of both J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers when you're talking about the movies. Mm. Well, look, I've seen uh, Fantastic Beasts, so are you going to tell me Eddie Redmayne's really playing hardball with these suckers? No, he, 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 he needs that. He needs that PR. But this puts you out in the open world. This operates uh, very much on the same model as Pokemon Go, where yeah, you take yeah. your phone and you've got your identity there with your UI, and you're out in the world looking for threats. And I think, honestly, it was a better um, route for them to go using uh, Google Maps. Pokemon Go had a notoriously... Um, uh, just ridiculous uh, PR snafu when uh, the maps kept screwing up mm. oh, in yeah. their first few weeks, uh, maybe even more than weeks, uh, maybe first uh, few months, because they didn't go with Google Maps, the more stable uh, system at the time. And I don't know if they uh, got more rights with Harry Potter. You know, maybe Harry Potter is considered a bigger name by um, the uh, Western Google organization. Or maybe they just didn't want kids running into creeks and roads as much. That's gonna happen. Look, okay, it, it, yo, <laughs> if, if there's a butterfree over there in that creek, the I'm not Don't it. trespass while playing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it, it, like they've learned, sure. they've they've definitely learned some lessons from Pokemon Go. But yeah. besides that, you can't describe this game talking about Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon Go reskinned, mm -hmm. a little, or yes. even uh, Ingress. Yes, you mentioned Ingress, which I have not heard of, hence I've been very silent about that. <laughs> but no, no, you've got you've got the inside stuff. Tell uh, tell the people, please. Yeah. So uh, I played the game at launch, and uh, I really enjoyed playing Pokemon Go, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, but uh, at, at that point in the game, they they hadn't released like I guess a lot of content, so I ended up saving the same Hufflepuff from the same block of ice like thirty times. And there's a Pokemon. There's there's. A, <laughs> Pokestop, uh, whatever it is, across the street from my house, so I don't actually have to leave my house to play this game, uh, which is another thing I like about it. Um, but it, the the UI was very interesting to actually like play with, and the when when I actually did go out and actually play with it, because uh, it launched when a friend of mine had come up from Jersey, so we were hanging out and actually went went for a walk around the neighborhood, um, and it was it was an interesting experience with a new UI and a GPS-based uh, AR game like that, mm -hmm. um, but it did feel like every other map-based uh, map-based go, go to this point, do this, go to this point, do that kind of game. And um, like like you were saying with the spells before, you know you had to be extremely accurate in the beginning, you know, or, the, or otherwise it would it would fail. Mm -hmm. And it, it did get a little frustrating, and if I ended up, I have not played it since launch, I did end up uninstalling it, because if there's going to be an, an app I ignore on my phone, it's going to be Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs>
Now that full said, a lot of the frustration comes from the fact that you jump in with expectations of, I'm gonna have a really good time because I love Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and Pokemon Go's been a thing for long enough that naturally they've learned from the mistakes of that, right? Mm -hmm. They'll have to have worked out those kinks and now, <laughs> at the very least, I mean, it's only logical. No, hmm. dude, hmm. this... It's like, what's harder, launching a Pokeball or mm -hmm. completing a spell? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I yeah. was excited for some of the stuff you could do in this. You can choose your wand and customize. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, cool, you know, I could do all the stuff that I'd hoped that previous Harry Potter games would let you do to a deep extent. You know, and then and, and really be badass. You know, make, can I, maybe if I get uh, to a certain point, I can even make my own spells, you know, stuff like that. And it doesn't give you that opportunity. I figured mm -hmm. anywhere, if anywhere, an AR game would be the place for them to really explore that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they don't. I think some of those things are available. It's just you got to be higher than level four for a lot of the other um features in the um game to be available mm. well you level up uh fairly quick but no when if they you hit you with the microtransactions yes. so well i mean i can't complete the spells because you know i'm gonna say uh, but uh, no 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 you're right it's just like as you get higher in levels the game presents you with the cool stuff that you'd want like right at the beginning I get it I gotta ramp up and learn the basics but you're not learning the basics it's throwing you tedium and I get I got why after a little bit at first it seemed maybe it was a design flaw or maybe I just wasn't exploring far enough you know the concept of these games is you hit you know the actual street streets explore this map as fully as possible and I figure you know because I'm exploring around my neighborhood maybe it, it means for me to go farther you know, I'm, I live in Quincy, but, you know, maybe if I go out to, like, you know, Somerville, if I go to, you know, Worcester, you know, if I really explore, it's kind of like exploring out deeper outside of Hogwarts. You know, I'm going mm. into, you know, deeper into the forest. I'm going to find bigger and, you know, more exotic creatures. And, yo, the Fantastic Beats, uh, Beasts, the Fantastic, yo, those Fantastic Beats mm. in the game <laughs> soundtrack was dope. <laughs> no, uh, the Fantastic Beasts uh, element being included, I thought, would have been great because... Um, it starts off you save Hagrid, so automatically they, they're aware of the monsters in this game. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the farther out I went, I could actually get into some real stuff. You know, I could save some cool and uh, some some cool creatures, and they'd really just like delve deeply into this because Harry Potter's something you don't play around with. Yeah. And I think the fan base is ravenous enough that if they half-assed it, you know, it would be just a a big fail disaster. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, I felt disappointed by that because. I explored out just in my neighborhood because I mean I only have a certain amount of time to play this. I've still got it rent to pay. Yeah, you know. Fair enough. But um, I sound like you definitely played more and didn't have that experience. I I played it for at least a solid day and a half, two days. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a long yeah, time in my book. All right. Okay. No. Okay. I, I'm I'd also say, a casual, so. I, I should also clarify that and say it was installed on my phone for a day and a half, two days. <laughs> Um, but actually, no, I, I, collectively, I went on, like, two walks, but I, there, there were certain spells that I was trying to do that I, I have an easier time putting in, putting in my passcode, mm. and my passcode's complicated as hell. Mm. <laughs> um, some, some of the, the, the tracking in their, in their UI just at that point in the game, because like I said, I, I only played it, like, at launch, which, of course, was super bugged. Mm. Um, because uh, there were there were a lot of bugs that I that I was hearing about with like you know the the motion tracking of um, like actual people inputting the patterns for the spells, mm. um, and it did get a little frustrating. And uh, but it was it was pretty interesting to see like the Harry Potter take you know for people who don't like um, you know Pokemon Go or Ingress, uh, which is you know relative now. The, those those sort of those sort of AR games. Mm -hmm. um, 
I get that. And I was, I don't think I was hoping for too much. I was just, as a Harry Potter fan, this is what you want. You, you know, you know the movies, you know the books, you've got that level of story, but you want something, if it's gonna be interactive, to really like delve you deeper into, let me explore these things that I know of from a um, very linear point of view, mm -hmm. you know? And I was hoping the games would do that. And I don't think any of them, mm, maybe, what was that? What was it, Hogwarts game uh, that came out? recently on mobile not recently but like previously the other one with all the microtransactions yeah, yeah. What's the yeah. microtransactions out the waz for this uh, yeah wasn't that yeah. like hogwarts a mystery or something like i think that? that's it yeah uh and the mystery was dude why the hell did i ever you know try to play this game in the first place <laughs> i tend to be a 12 year old going to magic school mm. was, you're um, right that's that's something i've wanted to do for a long time i'm sorry not 12 <laughs> 11 year old oh even better that's let's, let's let's end up on a list um <laughs> All right, so oh I my mean, God, there's a legions of people going online to pretend to be eleven. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, to be fair, for a long time, any video game, most video games, that's what you've been doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jackie Chan's action kung fu. I think they even aged him down. You know, so it's like that's that's nothing new. The protagonist of the game is a little kid. It's it's you know, eco, you know, for, um, friggin', uh, what was it? Um, Shadow of the Colossus. You're not just a little kid. You're an incel. You know, Oof. so I mean, it. it, it oh. Yeah, that's right, I said it. Oh. I said it. Me. I said that. Oh, that game makes so much more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's, it's like it's like Braid with better action. You know, it's like, oh, dude, just let it go. You, know, you are not the good guy here. Um, but I, f I felt let down by this. And I, I feel, Shane, I realize I've talked a long time. I, you know, I, I didn't let you get your full impressions out. Um, but I want to hear like your, your gameplay experience. I mean, it wasn't great. Um... <laughs> Mostly because I spent like 10 minutes trying to get the same hippogriff free that was tedious and Yeah, why are animals not, so incompetent in this? Not satisfying because, like literally, just because it never said I did any better and it never gave me any clue as to how to do better. Mm -hmm. So I'm just doing a little pattern. Oof. It's like, nope, doing a little pattern. <laughs> Spell didn't work. Okay, doing a little pattern. Like, then they'll say, you did fair, and it's like, oh great, you're telling me I did okay. Great, okay, do it again. No, spell fail, do it again. Mm. Oh, you did good, okay, I'm doing better. Do it again, spell fail, okay. Damn, and this whole time, like, yo, is there anything a little, uh, like, a little a little more, it was like a backhand compliment then, okay, that was fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried my ass off, yeah, it was, it was fair. I'm doing things with yeah. precision. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Like, like you, like you, you get there and you're so happy to actually put it in, and you're just like, good for you. Yeah, good. And, that, was, and that was a decent try. Mm. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I worked so hard for this. It's like you, like here's your fragment. You freed the hippogriff. It's going back to Hogwarts, and I'm like, yay. My, my favorite was when I when I played it. Um, I had to rescue the same Hufflepuff from the same block of ice. Mm. Like that sounds like Hufflepuff, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, but hey. <laughs> um, like that same Hufflepuff. I'm free. <laughs> no. oh. it's, and and hey. like after a while, I'm you just sitting there talking to this guy, like, buddy, what are you doing, man? Hey. Stop with this spell or potion, whatever you're trying to do. It's just not working for you. Like this, this is this can't be that important. <laughs> Maybe he wants to be in the ice. <laughs> maybe, maybe he just really, really wanted to like conjure a bowl of ice cream, ah. and just also kept failing the. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Wrong cadence. It looks like an ampersand. No, it's not. Um, okay. Can I do it? No, it's not. Can I do it that way? Fair. Motherfucker! Like, I wish there was, like, like, a metronome or something in the background. Yeah. Just tell me what... What cadence beat I'm supposed to be going at here? How fast? How slow? I just want to know why everything's so easy to track. Also, really hard to retrace that shape. Yeah. I tried to do a curve. Well, they're all different. Some of them seem really simple, so it's like, okay, cool. This is just a curve. I did just that curve, but it's like when you looped around, you went a millimeter and a half out of this loop, so you automatically fail, and then a knight stabs you in the face. You know, and there's there's no rhyme or reason to the threats they throw at you at once. I got like five really like medium mediocre uh, threats and then immediately like an emergency and this dude hit me with this ill ridiculous complicated hashtag uh ampersand uh, uh umlaut umlaut uh, uh 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 spell to cast and i'm like okay hold on i got this i got this let me fall around here boom take that and it's like you missed like how he's right there where yeah um i'm giving this thumbs down dude it wasn't even i love harry potter i've come to love harry potter because notoriously over the course of doing the show i was unfamiliar and then i watched a couple movies i'm like you know this is okay but they're weird little english kids and i kept you know checking on like you know what yo now nah, it's growing on me and then you got you got dave Tennant in the mother and he's playing you know a different character than doctor who what let's see what's going on oh yo gary oldman this is terrible. and then oh yo i like alan rickman and he's this this Okay, let's keep going with this. And I read the books, and, I, and it grew on me, you know? And I became a Harry Potter fan. So I was hoping this book would help me. <coughs> book. I was hoping this game would help me, like, delve more deeply into that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not even being a ravenous fanatic, because I re I'm someone who grew into that. So it's like, I get it. It's like, if you don't dig this, you can see it as just another game. But just as another game, from someone who's not, like, a hardcore Harry Potter fan, it's such a lackluster experience that, yo, yeah, I would have uninstalled it from my from phone within a day too because it just it just it's lazy it's very beautiful yeah. but also very lazy beautifulness you know i also wish it had more like i think spaced out things to find a little better because like i get it the more you head towards like main streets and stuff like that you'll find more stuff mm -hmm. but if say I was a younger player, I might not have free range to just go like six yeah. block, 16 yeah. blocks to the left or mm -hmm. right, like, you know. And it's it's actually one of, my, one of my biggest problems with AR games like this is like, okay, maybe, maybe if you don't have, um, nope, I've lost it. All right. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have common sense or play. Self-respect. If you have limited yeah. mobility, like you really couldn't yeah. play this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, like, you'd have to be able to go far often to be able to play yeah. it. Because oh, there was yeah. nothing anywhere near my house. Yeah, that would be a hindrance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 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 geotagging is is actually where I was going to go with that. Mm -hmm. um, where like I know I know people who live up in Cal Country, New York, who are sitting there training their Pidgeys and Rattatas because that's all they can. Because they're mm -hmm. not near a major metro area, and mm -hmm. like the people who are in these major metro areas will get more content, <clears throat> will see more things. I mean, meanwhile, people who are you know out in like the the more far removed sections, there's not a lot of these points of interest mm -hmm. that are close together. 
Um, like I, I know I took a ride up to New Hampshire going uh, playing Pokemon Go on in the car on the way, not while driving. Uh, <laughs> but when when I finally got there, like I would find like a spot, and then we'd go another five, like, and I would nothing, nothing for like at least two to three miles. Damn. So. Yeah, so it's definitely got its flaws, Pokemon Go. Good thing we're talking about Harry Potter Wizard Unite. <laughs> but it yeah, is very yeah, so. similar. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very similar construct. Yeah. No, it, it is. Um, so yeah, I gotta give it a thumbs down. Uh, Shay? Thumbs down. That's a, that's a really odd. You're right there. You can at least <laughs> extend your arm. <laughs> I can do it this way, but I chose to do it backwards. Yeah, and no one can see you giving your elbow. Who are you, ludicrous? Like, yo. Here's what I, here's what I think, y'all. When I move, you move. Yeah, Just on. like that. Yeah. All right, and since you're fully invested in this team, thumbs uh, up, thumbs down. Uh, I will give it a thumbs three quarters down. No, there is no three quarters. Okay, down. thumbs yeah, down. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do hope that that Hufflepuff gets out of that block of ice again, eventually. You know he's not. He's, know. he's going right. There. I know. We're a special breed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but on that note, I'm actually gonna kick it right back to you to give us the uh, lowdown on Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um. This was a fantastic movie if you're a Kevin Smith fanboy. Um, As we all are, I know. <laughs> yeah, I love Kevin Smith movies. Um, yeah, Kevin Smith is a fantastic director, and this is... Uh, I can't wait for the, the, the uh, director's cut version, which I hope will be on Pornhub. Um, <laughs> because, uh, for lack Jane of... Jane Silent Bob reboot? <laughs> no, no, Jane Silent Bob reboot, uh, but like this is the... I think this is the most I've paid to ever watch someone masturbate for two hours. <laughs> you don't mean literally, right? No, no, not not literally. But there's a lot of self-flagellation that uh, <laughs> that Kevin Smith does, and like Kevin Smith, this is a Kevin Smith movie doing a satire of every Kevin Smith movie. Gotcha. It is the most weird contraption that I've actually seen in a while, mm -hmm. um, and I absolutely loved the movie. Um, the the storyline was rebooted, <laughs> um, and it follows uh, Jay and Silent Bob, of course, mm -hmm. uh, as they go to their adventure to uh, stop to stop a movie of Blunt Man and Chronic from being made. Okay, like just that's the same plot as uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back yep. from two thousand. Yep. One. Who redid that? Movie. It's been a while. Yes. Yeah. He he absolutely uh, re like kind of rebooted the plotline of Jalen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and actually makes mention and fun of himself for doing that in the movie. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that, 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 um. It's it's weird, and it combines a lot of other movies too that he's done. Like there's there's Chasing Amy. There's uh, references to Dogma in the movie. Um, the good ones. Yeah, there's references. Uh, well, okay, there's references to Tusk in there. The less good ones. <laughs> I um, love Tusk. You love Tusk? Yeah. Oh, you're killing me. What's going on here? <laughs> Listen, I give extra points to anyone who like can show me something that I have never seen before. And I watched Tusk and I was like, did it! <laughs> oh, I was expecting you to do that. I give extra points to anyone who can make Justin Long watchable. I, that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, then you. I mean, uh, then I mean, yeah, Kevin's really good at that, actually. <laughs> All right. Please continue. All right. Um, so one of the is I, I bought the VIP ticket uh, to the live show that they were doing, where it was a meet and greet before the movie, the movie, and then um, you get to sit in on a Q and A, uh, and 
have a Q&A. They only showed this in like the road show that they're touring across country. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. I missed the meet and greet because I actually because um, of real life stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but you had to uh, stop a comic book of your life being made. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but the the actual movie itself and the Q and A after afterwards, there there were Kevin Smith did put a lot of thought in this and put a lot of put a lot of heart into this. And one of the things that I have to give Kevin Smith credit for is that. The jokes that you had in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which not all of them were good, mm. not all of them were PC. Mm. Um, a lot of his comedy has evolved, and like he evolved sort of those jokes to, I guess, be less hurtful um, mm. on on some of the jokes, and completely like actually like I think there were there were a little bit of like. I'm sorry for making those jokes in the past. Mm. Right. A lot um, of his earlier work was notoriously uh, homophobic, uh, mm -hmm. really borderline on, um, on you know, touchy, generally racist topics. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I think it was, um, well, pretty much the whole plot of Chasing Amy is, well, yeah, but is homosexuality really a thing? Because I'm pretty sure I could turn them. You know, it's like, it's, it's... Yeah. 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 And there's, there's actually... Um, during the Q and A, Kevin, because they they make a joke in the movie about a Chasing Amy Netflix series, mm. <laughs> and then um, someone asked about it in the in the Q and A, and to hear hear Kevin Smith talk about all this, it was actually really wonderful too, because he would he he actually went and said, you know, I want, I would love to do that. Netflix hasn't called me yet, and it was just a joke for the movie, but it's something that I've had an idea for, and I would love to actually you know give this to somebody to do something, you know, that's more, um, what did he, he, he said he, he wanted, like, someone to direct it that was actually more like, you know, the main character. Gotcha. Um, so, so he's, he's become very sensitive to a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of the issues with his work, and has actually, like, has evolved his, his medium over the years, which I thought was really wonderful. Yeah. Um, and all this came out in, like, not, not, you watched the movie, mm -hmm. and did you see any of any like uh, actual evidence of this, or was it mostly from hearing him talk that you had to reflect back? It was it was absolutely in the movie too, uh, because the movie actually follows um, Jane and Silent Bob as they go to stop this movie. But of course, they stop in Chicago uh, along the way to meet Justice, who is uh, Shannon Elizabeth, mm -hmm. um, reprising her character from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <clears throat> um, turns out that surprise, Jay has a daughter. Um, oh, wait. Yeah. Uh huh. In that, okay. I thought they didn't get down in the movie. Uh, not in the movie, but it's implied like at some point they did. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Um, what happened is she found that Dixie cup from the. From the <laughs> from the... All right. Sorry. Oh God, the Dixie cup. Oh, well, there is another Dixie cup scene, except now, except this time it's a little reversed. Strangest thing in the world. I'll let you. I'll let you guys. Guys figure that one out okay um uh but yeah so i'm sorry i broke your concentration didn't i that's fine it happened it's yeah. really easy to do <laughs> can i ask you do you yeah. think this would be something that would be um more enjoyable to watch if you watched the original movie and then the reboot or do you think it's fine to watch it like if you've never there's still something to enjoy um yes and no 
there there are definitely bits of the comedy that anyone that is accessible for anyone and anyone can enjoy but the movie is a giant Kevin Smith meta joke mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it some things are a little hard to follow um, like when Chris Hemsworth shows up in the movie like you're kind of like why is Chris Hemsworth here as Chris Hemsworth yeah <laughs> but it's it, it's very interesting to see what sort of callbacks they made and what sort of uh, jokes they include in that regard. But it is it is very very mixed. Where I, I think if you're not like a Kevin Smith Smith fan or just a Jay and Silent Bob fan in general, that the movie might be lackluster for you um, because it is very heavily meta. Um, like there's an entire scene where they go over the difference between a reboot and a remake, mm -hmm. and they start listing all the other pop culture things. Mm -hmm but then make a meta joke to like several other Kevin Smith movies. And like, that's when it's just like, what? Okay. Um, All right, so I gotta know, who did Alanis Morissette play? She was not in the movie. Oh, come on! Um, but they okay. did make a lot of references to uh, meeting God mm. and how God looks a lot like Alanis Morissette. Okay. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and Jason Lee is like alive. Yep. And they um, ben Affleck and Matt Damon, um, uh, Jason Biggs and uh, Biggs and Vanderbeek again, um, uh, Val Kilmer, uh, <laughs> uh, Tommy Chong, because um, it's not Cheech Marin. Wait, where did Tommy Chong come in in the Kevin Smith movie? <laughs> well, okay, no, you know what, you know what, um, it's, it, you know, spoilers. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's some interesting things, but the, the, the movie has a thousand stars in it, and not only stars, but also, um, Harley Quinn Smith, mm -hmm. uh, plays Jay's daughter, oh. and then Jay's daughter, uh, Jason Muse's daughter plays, um, Bob's daughter? Holden or Banky, one of them, plays, uh, cause she, she's only like this big. Mm. <laughs> Um, so she she actually got got a cameo in the movie. So it's like a giant like family movie too. Mm. Um, and also, um, um, f Jason Mewes for making me feel feelings. <laughs> yeah, right. He's is, is it, what he's he's like become an actor now. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, really, he pulled out some amazing acting. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some other things too, although they were they they were kind of tucked like you see in the trailer. Um, oh, <laughs> I was learning so much about this movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, caution. Spoilers. <laughs> um, but uh, he had an amazing performance, and even hearing him talk about it after the show, a lot of that performance was, was him playing off of Harley who, like, he has known since, like, was very little, and now she's playing his daughter in the movie, and, like, he kind of sees her as a daughter, and he's saying these di this dialogue, and the tears there are, they, they feel real because they are real. And then he was just like, yeah, those are real tears. And I'm just like, I knew it! We're just <laughs> acting. Um, uh, well, damn. But the, the, the narrative of, like, you know, the father-daughter thing, like, is also very, very heavily there throughout the movie um but they make a lot of interesting points and they don't fall into some of the same tropes that some other things do um they try and then they actually they like they fall into they they use the tropes more as comedy rather than um 
rather than actually using it as the narrative because then the narrative like at the end just like boom and it's just like oh. not so much better than because this could have well this could have just been like you mentioned at the start there i thought it was just gonna be one one big congratulatory mm-hmm. um you know pat on the back to kevin smith like yo i made a lot of stuff you know it's like check it out i did all this mm-hmm. yeah. enjoy you know yeah. take it in and worship me um I, I know that's not like his personality type but he's a dude who notorious like you listen to his dialogue mm-hmm. and it comes out like he's not a person with a huge ego but he's someone who loves to hear himself talk yeah and then when all the characters are talking like him and the dialogue runs on and everything has to have 47 references per sentence mm-hmm. you know and it's like that's not a bad thing when it's done well but you also need an editor and it's like we see that in tarantino movies he's, he's a dude with great ideas mm-hmm. but also someone needs to check your presentation kevin smith is a dude who always had that same problem mm-hmm. and i was afraid that this was going to be just another one of those you know this is he's doing this big thing and we're bringing out to road shows and only our select few can see it mm-hmm. and then when you get there it was just gonna be another jay and silent bob strike back yeah and and like like for a hot second that's actually what i thought too mm-hmm. it's like i thought walking into this like this was just gonna be a uh, kevin smith movie and it's gonna be you know jay and silent bob because i love jay and silent bob uh and I thought it was just going to be like more of what I'd seen before, mm-hmm. but it was actually something different. And there's there's actually a spot in the movie when they go over a difference uh, difference between a reboot and a remake, and um, uh, the 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 thing that uh, either Banky or Holden Jason Lee mm-hmm. <laughs> underlines is that um, a reboot is something that brings that that is something that is what you love, but with more youth and diversity in it. And they actually brought in a whole bunch of youth and diversity, and because you have um, um, Harley Quinn's character, who's Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that's that's yeah. her name. That's the that's the character's name. Is nice. Millennium Falcon? Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you've got. Did they call her Millie? Yes, there you've, you've <laughs> got Millie and her. I guess. Um, not so hetero. So not so hetero hetero life mate, Sophia. Um, Sopapia? Yeah. Who is... <laughs> I'm gonna stop going all cross-eyed before I hurt myself and continue. Yeah, yeah and, and who is uh, this uh, black deaf character, and they actually communicate in ASL. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's, sorry. I hate when they, like... When they're like, this person's deaf, but don't worry, they can read lips, and you don't have to do anything, and, mm-hmm. like, it's just kind of trying to get credit, but mm-hmm. not, like incorporating any of the culture and stuff like that so yeah. that's cool and also yeah. putting all the communication um burden on the deaf person right all the time uh, <laughs> looking at you family stone <laughs> hey we yeah. also had switched to birth you know some folks have yeah and there, there were there were certain parts of the movie where they actually have conversations in asl and completely leave out like jay and silent bob and they're just saying like what the hell? Love it. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Conversation. <laughs> right. Also, you brought something on the side there, which yes. I was hoping you'd show to the people. Um, so actually, this was this was a fun thing that I forgot was coming, mm-hmm. um, because uh, for the road show, they actually were, were they actually gave out a whole bunch of things. Like they gave gave out a Chronicon badge because they they're going to this convention called Chronicon to stop the movie from being to to stop this final scene. Uh, of the movie being made because it's the the one scene that the entire movie needs to be finished and 
Um, then you have Kevin Smith and, and Silent Bob in the same scene. That was kind of fun. This was they go to the uh, top of the Eiffel Tower and profess their love to each other as the real killer of their father comes to exonerate them from prison. Yes. Because like, he is the one know? who really blew up the Death Star. And what happened at the end is the dinosaurs were freed from the island, but somehow still managed to eat uh, Muldoon when he mm -hmm. saw that they were really clever. How clever were they? Well, they can open a door by dropping the key through the thing like they did on uh, the critic and then bring it under and then, um, you know, that's way Yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 But yeah. no, what, what I'm getting at is <laughs> the big end scene that's yeah. like a wrap up of mm -hmm. what ultimately uh, alludes to a bad movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this, uh, so, so this showed up on my doorstep after I had a really bad day and this is uh, actually a signed... Uh, it has a little little note from uh, Kevin Smith in the front, and then it's actually a signed copy uh, of the actual script. Um, and this, like, seeing like the script and actually reading it, um, there's stuff that didn't make it into the movie, so I'm actually really excited to see like a full extended edition of this movie. Oh, okay. Um, Is that something that they they've said they uh, might release? Uh, I I think so. Um, it was right. it was. Towards the end of the Q and A, it was a little hazy because I was really, really tired. It was a really long day. <laughs> uh, but they even have like, uh, like the plans that they um, that they uh, used in the movie, uh, as well as like storyboards for the movie too. Um, and actually, there's a cute little thing here with Tommy Chong, and like the. This this was actually this was actually a lot of fun. Uh, go and take a look. Uh, yeah, can you show the camera there? Okay. All right, and um, uh, there's been little to no mention of Brian O'Halloran and um, oh, what's his name Dante and Randall. Yes, ah. they they are. Uh, ooh, I'm not. I don't remember if Randall was there, but Dante was definitely there. Why do you have Why do you have Dante without Randall? Randall. There was the some weird one. biz between him and Kevin Smith for a couple of years. Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I guess he was really pissed about not doing that soft shoot. That's unfortunate. Yeah. When he did that walk in, <laughs> that was actually supposed to be like a soft shoe that Kevin Smith made him learn a uh, like a, a like a, a minute long routine, and he was gonna come in and do, and it was gonna be like this random WTF moment. I was gonna like draw attention to that scene in Clerks, mm -hmm. and instead uh, he got to set and he was just like feeling weird and did this funny walk. And Smith's like, "That, yes, that, do that instead of the soft shoe. I like that." He's like, <laughs> "You mean you made me learn? I studied for two weeks to learn this routine." Uh... Okay, so that was it. They fell out because of that. That's petty. I don't think that was the reason, but yeah, for a while, like that's the whole reason why Clerk, the new Clerks movie, is gonna get made because they finally made up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. All right, not because they refused to go out on a donkey show. <laughs> but yeah, no, they hadn't been speaking for a couple of years. Well, well, at least they wouldn't work together for whatever reason. Mm. All right. There was never a definitive answer. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's yeah. good to know that prestigious Oscar-nominated uh, actor yeah. um, but... Randall has a uh, you know <laughs> deep to pick up. Hey, Randall's one of the best characters in comedy. Mm, that's, 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 that's yeah, I, I still sometimes walk into walk into work doing that little walk, like mm. just randling into work, you know. Um, but like all in all, this movie this movie was a labor of love, and as meta and weird and grandiose and self serving as it is, mm. um, there was a lot of love put into this movie, and it was 
it was not only fan service, but it was it was a dream that Kevin Smith had, especially since um, like after the show they talked about that one of the reasons this movie got made is because Jason Mewes has now been sober sober for a couple of years now. That's mm. wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Kevin Smith is also not dead from that giant heart attack that he had. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, the heart attack so... he did not know he was having so <laughs> yeah. so late in the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's good to hear then, man. And I'm also glad to hear that um, this didn't suck, that it was a uh, positive experience uh, for Kevin Smith fans. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say Kevin Smith fans, not fans of a specific movie, because this was, I guess, from what I'm hearing, a celebration of like his whole opus thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, so that's cool. Got to be yeah. down with the View Askew universe. The, the View Askew universe is gone. That is problematic the, AF. The, the the view, even the it's logo not really is, gone. Uh, view Askew, uh, view, view Askew universe is what it's referred to. Is, is how Kevin Smith put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He no, still that, uses that. the um, phrase. Yeah, but it needs to Because these characters go. all still exist. Have you... What's it called? That clown movie? The... You view a school old logo with that clown yeah, with the big I nose? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I all of a sudden cannot think of the name of the movie. Neither can I, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, it is a... It's a, a, it's a bad movie. I don't uh, think it's bad. It's by. just weird and somewhat disturbing. <laughs> I think it accomplishes exactly what it's trying to do. Well, that's a damn shame, then. It, it's like, oh. imagine if uh, someone made um, Audition or uh, friggin... Damn, I don't even know what would be a good example. Uh, imagine if a movie like Audition was a comedy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean... There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. So it's and, Kevin Smith. Oh, yes. Uh, I, and I can't, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the greatest piece of art to come out of this movie. Yeah, you got the um, shirt there. Which... Is this Snoochie Boochies and Equality t shirt of <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob just like totally being in love. Mm. And it's it's one of the greatest pieces of art that, that came out of this movie. That is a very tender kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Special garment. Like, there's, there's a lot of romance on this t shirt. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Smith was like, this is the only way I'm going to be buffed. <laughs> he looks really good. He lost a lot of weight. He looks real good. Yeah, no, he lost a lot. Like I thought he was cute before, but like now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, all right, rain right, right, right it in for you. <laughs> all right, so Jay and Silent Bob reboot. The road show is touring. Um, like pretty much, it's it's still like uh going cross country because I know yeah. they, they they're gonna do another revolution. It's not coming back to our neck of the woods mm -hmm. until uh, almost 2021. I looked into it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know they were they were coming back to Boston. So. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's got Step dates. It's me. got dates stemming for a long time. Mm. Uh, so that also means we probably won't be seeing it um, streamed online anytime soon, mm. legally. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hit them one time. No problem. All right. Bam. And now. <laughs> I had to make sure I tilted my ring so I don't. Appreciate that. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Often. I hear that. Yeah, Val, value my phalanges. All right, so now uh, the PSW resistance. I've yes. been waiting with bated breath. Yay. Oh yes, mm -hmm. to talk about the island. No, no, yes. you have to say it all mysterious. <laughs> oh, sorry. The island. Ga, 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 ga. <laughs> all right, so the island is a uh, Netflix show about several strangers who wake up on an island, a deserted island, and have no memory of who they are, where they came from, and why they're all dressed alike. Uh, why they each have one object at their disposal, what they're supposed to do, how they're meant to survive, nothing, no clue. They do retain certain skills. They can speak English. Their motor functions are, you know, functioning. Uh, they can recognize certain personality types and, you know, danger and such. Uh, it's mostly just any information about who they are, their past, or uh, what their current situation is, is completely blank. 
and we get to see how they interact and what the mystery is that brought them here and mm -hmm. lies before them. And I'll reserve my initial thoughts, <laughs> except to say that it was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> All right, but Lil, if you want to break down uh, how you, what your take on the island was. Sure. Um, for me watching it as someone who has never seen, uh, who never watched Lost, mm. I was like, oh, this is Lost meets The Matrix. Like, even I know that little bit about it. So I knew almost immediately, like, I could feel how derivative it was. And the first character that you meet, um, no one has any names right at the beginning, but you find out later that her name is Chase. She's very much the, like, strong female character that is overused, underdeveloped, and at this point, just tired and annoying. Mm -hmm. They took Vasquez from Predator. They right. took uh, Melina from um, Total Recall. They took all those, <coughs> like, uh, second banana Arnold Schwarzenegger characters yeah. and conglomerated them into one. That's Chase. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but with none of, none of the attitude or pizzazz or... <laughs> interestingness to it at all it, um her character even was a little bit of like born identity thrown in where it's like she doesn't know who she is she doesn't know what her life was but ooh, she can fight really well because like you're gonna have a strong female character she's gotta kick ass um yeah so they these 10 people spend their time trying to figure out what their situation is and i say that very loosely because it's like half the half of the people are like we should attempt to do something start a fire find out where we are think things through and the other half are like let's go swimming and just like absolutely disengage have no like concern about their own well-being or anything and it's just it's like watching children but they're all grown up and are selfish and annoying so as far as characters not a lot to gravitate towards but the mystery for me was enough to kind of like keep me going i never turned it off um and not only because it was an assignment and just in a rage how dare it. they go swimming Ugh. i mean i honestly I hate water sports i don't know why it made me so annoyed but i was like one of you needs to make a fire come on this is basic like oh shelter maybe shelter shelter no, no. Basic human needs, food, shelter, yeah. and clothing for protection. Like, no, you don't. Okay, fine. Not concerned? We're okay. gonna go, we're all gonna go swimming and play water polo. Well, I mm -hmm. thought initially, like, they were presenting those character types as, okay, we're learning about the individuals here, and we're gonna yeah. see who's gonna be the troublemaker down the line, who's gonna be the one that, you know, tries to rally everybody, who's gonna be the industrious person yeah. that says, let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure we all actually live to see another day. Yeah. And then essentially, I, I, I lost everyone's, well, not everyone, but I lost certain people's motivation for why they're reacting the way they're reacting. Um, not quite immediately, but fairly quickly. Uh, yeah. Taylor is the main one uh, who was against everything. And it's like, mm -hmm. hey, everyone, let's get together. Let's talk it out, see what we remember, and let's, you know, we'll get to know each other. And she's like, no, I want to get to know you. <laughs> Sit there talking. What's your, yeah, forget that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I guess she's like, Andy, so maybe she doesn't trust people, and we'll see. We'll get a little of that yeah. later on. And then it's like, okay, well, everyone, let's just eat. Let's let, let's at least uh, try to find a way we can, you know, gather food, maybe find some water, so we can actually survive. It's like, fight gathering food, yeah. you're getting water. What's this? You want to eat now? It's like, oh, okay, that's a little 
so that's a little weird not to you know want to do but i guess okay maybe she just doesn't trust their abilities and she mm -hmm. wants to do it herself or something it's like okay all right fine well then let's at least like you know find out where we are maybe take a walk there or at the very least like you know uh try to uh find a nice safe space so we're out of the elements mm -hmm. you know because it looks like it might rain soon let's at least get in these i ain't going no trees <laughs> you know you won't sit there look around you want to know where you are what kind of stuff I'm like, what the hell is your motor? What's yeah. your problem, lady? And then it, uh, when everyone's kind of settled in and got their roles and uh, sitting on the beach and just trying to get their head straight, let's take a second, let's breathe. And that's where the swimming thing came in. Yeah. Because it was like, okay, everyone else, it's like, okay, well, we're here on Dead's Island. We're probably going to be very bored. Let's talk to each other, do something. And they're like, fine they were sent over there and she just like finally lay here in the sun and get some breaks mm -hmm. she finds a book like what, 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 what is this you trying to read on the beach what the i'm and like he just throws it into the ocean yeah like what the hell is like, going on they here have, like clues like yeah. information oh no like these people were totally against the notion of clues about where they are yeah, like every about? time someone presented a clue or possible information and i'm like <laughs> I was like, oh, so we're going to do the, there's only like one or two smart people and everybody's going to ignore them thing. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that got me too, because I thought at the very least, we're going to find a way to, to bring people together when you realize, okay, the folks who are, um, are, are the higher intelligent folks, there's one dude who I thought initially they were playing up like a um, like an autistic antisocial angle ah, uh, for the him. really pasty guy? Yeah, yeah, which they didn't. And I'm like, I mean, he switched did, like on a did. dime though. And I'm, I'm like, what, but, but that's not who, that's not who he was like, at, like at last episode for the last three episodes. He's a different person now. And it's like, you think, are they switching when they regain memories or anything? No, he yes. was just different. And then it went on with a different guy. Like we never see that, that like level of um, that intelligence um, uh, I don't know what you call people who figure out puzzles quickly, but that guy who is good at figuring out puzzles, you know, uh, uh, a couple episodes ago, we don't yeah. see him again. Now we see this guy who's just like, uh, if I had a gun, I'd shoot you. <laughs> I don't have a gun though. Hey, let's, let's talk, but don't talk too much or get too close. You know what? Let's not talk at all. Yeah. I'm just going to look at you. I'm going to listen in, but I'm just going to, yeah. And I, I, I hated these people. Yeah, like a I lot. Know most of them were pretty awful. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. and and even the ones you thought weren't awful, like the more you find out about them, you go. Mm. Well, the one that actually seemed, well, actually not not the one. There's I think three people that that seemed not awful to me, mm -hmm. and none of those were chased. Like we're fall. Our protagonist is not a great person. She's not a bad person. No, she does all the right things. Yeah, but she's also a hothead who yeah. is also. Like I, 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 if if this if she, this was real life, I, I wouldn't want to hang out with her. She's someone I would know tangentially. <laughs> like you know, nah, you, 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 you all right? You stay over there, haha. -ha, you know, I'll see you at the you know yeah. cookout or whatnot. I mean, but we be, ain't we ain't we ain't hanging. To be fair, yo, they target her for like from jump. Yeah, as soon as because, they wake up, they start treating her like crap. Yeah, she's the she's the lesser of most of these evils. Yeah. But I'm talking about the um I'm talking about the, that dude, um, oh his name escapes me the the hippie dude. Okay, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, Moses. Because I was gonna say the other, the other dude who we really mm, is a very bad person. Is yeah. also kind of hippie-ish. Moses is the guy, the pipeline guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Environmental Moses guy. Moses hippie-ish. Oh, the um, the the shark dude. 
Oh, yeah. oh Donovan. I, t- I take umbrage with you calling him hippie-ish. Well, he, he just he, had long hair. His whole yeah. thing was like, hey, man, you know, we're on the beach. Let's, you know, go swimming in the old town. He's like a neo-hippie. There yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's um, actually but... an insult. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. no, we, we found that out, too. Yo, it's like all the, the, everyone here was a conglomeration of just like the worst types of people and we find out why eventually but when we did uh, I'm, I'm gonna spoil it for y'all because they, they're just on a pr- they're on the prison like this island is all in their minds and they're part of some prison experiment mm-hmm. in a future prison and i mean i would have liked to see him do some cool stuff with that yeah but all we get is this pay bickering amidst obnoxious people yes and yes. then the very obvious uh ones that have solutions and are trying to help everyone like live and maybe even find find a way home or off of this, or at the very least understand the surroundings, yeah. are treated the worst. Yep. The girl who has uh, like actual um, medical experience, yeah. Um, yeah, they treat her kind of obnoxiously until we find out she's keeping one person alive. Um, and then it's kind of like, well, okay, I guess, you know, she's useful, so we won't mess with her too much. Yeah. You know, the other one I did feel kind of bad for, uh, the girl who was kind of like the avenging angel mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, she yeah. did bad stuff, but kind of for... For a good reason. Good, yeah. And mm, still, mm, mm, there's no cut downs. And I'm like, I want to see I want to see these people's adventures, for lack of a better word, yeah. in this show, you know? And Yeah, I feel like it should have either been... If they wanted to keep the format that it was that it is, mm-hmm. they should have stretched it out so you had more time to develop these characters and so that they are actually interesting and not just these tropes that you start with. Oh, no, with. they are... A- they are nothing but tropes. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Like, the big twist was that somebody was sabotaging the experiment. Yes. Essentially. Because all these people are death row inmates who, otherwise, if they can't, the program is to help them find redemption or at least prove that they are worthwhile human beings, essentially, so they can, you know, be rehabilitated and released. Yeah. And hold up real quick. And one, just, one thing, just to put it in context, you may wonder how um, somebody who is in jail for doing something they thought was noble mm, can be on death row or a first time of I got a gum sorry or like a first time offender can be on death row or someone for a seemingly mild crime can be on death row um this is in texas <laughs> that's that's true this is in texas continue please so like if they had not added that particular twist when they did if that had come later in the story um that might have helped because mm-hmm. it might have actually given them time to develop as characters. Yeah. Because I don't think the seven episode um, run that they did was, it's like cramming all of the yeah. first two seasons of Lost into seven episodes. You would definitely lack some cohesion after a while. But like, there's not enough character development to really care about these people. Mm-hmm. And honestly, some of them, you don't feel too sorry. Like Taylor in her chicken noodle soup. Yeah, that oh, was great. Oh, that was I was like, "You dummy!" Not only really necessary, but like, uh, there was no payoff there, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, next episode's gonna be some. Next episode's gonna be fire." Let's get you never this. see yeah. her again. You never. I know. You never. The see thing her about again. Taylor, I this character, I feel almost bad for her because she's just written so poorly. There's nothing there. But like one of my f- favorite slash, in yeah, <laughs> one of my like favorite slash. All right, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Um, most frustrating moments was when Taylor yells at Chase. She's like, you just keep finding things. And I'm like, Chase is the only one who's looking. Wait, you're mad that she's finding useful tools to survive? (laughs) 
How you gonna find She's the like, raft when you're stuck on oh, the island? You found a knife. Now we can cut stuff. Like, that's a problem. I can't trust you. You Bitch, found if you a hatchet, for we one can cut wood. Like, for the fire that we're trying to maintain so we don't freeze at night. Oh, wait, that's bad. You found food and medical supplies. Damn you. Damn your eyes. <laughs> what do you mean you found shelter? Who told you to protect us from the elements? What's that? <laughs> and you're letting me be in here. How dare you? And then okay. no one believes her when literally she says, we found this buildings yeah. with like running water and like protection from any animals here. 50 feet that way. Yeah. Will you just go look? And they're like, nah, we'd, we'd rather like harp at you. Ain't anyone turning our heads to look 50 feet. What you mean? It's in eyesight? Well, I'm not <laughs> also, I'm mad. And like, I'm not exaggerating. That's how. That's like actually what happens. Like, like I'm mad. The first death that happens on the island. Mm -hmm. Like, why is anybody mad about it? Uh, which oh, one? strong the, agree. The dude. The dude. Yeah. yeah oh like, yeah. No, like, forget that. They're like, you can't mad? kill people, and it's like, are you? But like, he deserved it. Are we mad oh, that the racist? Oh, no, sorry. Right. Well, he was kind of. Yeah, racist. yeah. The, the racist. racist and a rapist, sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, are we sorry that the rapist died who has already sexually assaulted two women since he got here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he's not shy about like getting in everyone's face. Yeah. He's the most uh, obnoxious, like, I'm taking charge. Not like a leader. He is I'm, no. I, Well, you know, yeah. we all need to work together and you know, someone's like gotta speak up, I'm just gonna step in. of every he's... negative quality a cis white man in America can have. Mm. Yes, essentially, that um, is who he is. He he's, is he's, every he's, negative quality. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he's that dude Ellis uh, from Die Hard, who's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the terrorists my way, because they understand. I use a fountain pen. You use a gun. Got this. You know how much you, you know that cocaine on there, still with dust like on his nose. Like he immediately goes all Lord of the Flies. Like he does. This is not even like a. This is not even like a time frame where he seems normal yeah it's like the moment he starts talking you're like you're just gonna be trouble ain't you yeah. and then he keeps being like i'm just joking i'm just joking and you're yeah, like okay you're not joking. anybody who does any of the things he did and goes i'm just joking is a psychopath and we should all be concerned <laughs> <laughs> like you don't one try to rape somebody and go i'm just kidding you're just kidding about violating me great Fun joke. Um, no, and then then you pull a knife on people like you about to stab somebody, like legit threatening someone's life, and mm. you go, "I was just joking." <laughs> no, that's mm. not a joke. It's not that's funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're the one getting stabbed. <laughs> and thank you for, you know what? Thank you for the girl who stabbed him. Mm. No. Yeah, the show progresses in a way that you'd think they're going to reveal some interesting answers and uh, there's going to be a payoff for having, making you, for subjecting you to these just horrible personality types. I figure, you know, you watch a good reality show, they have folks that are in there to, you know, get whatever missions they're doing accomplished and there are folks that are in there to stir up some trouble. Oh, we're getting that in a fiction format, uh, but kind of set in the same Survivor-esque uh, background. So it's like, this wouldn't be the first thing I, I, I'd, you know, I'd seek out for my entertainment. But let's see what they do with this. And then yeah. you find out there's a possible uh, sci-fi angle where maybe this is all in their head. Weird things keep happening. They keep discovering patterns that can't exist in nature. Mm -hmm. And I think, okay, there's also going to be some, some mystery here that they're solved. And eventually they'll find a way to work together. And then the larger world will be revealed. And something will come of this. Some Anything. For the love of God, give me something. <laughs> and when they did, I'm like, oh, this is what the... How dare you waste well, my time like with this? Mm -hmm. 
Drek, this refuse that you've thrown in my direction. You know, I could have been downloading a bootleg of like Westworld 3. It feels like the thought process originally mm-hmm. was a story about human redemption. Yay! Mm-hmm. But that's not what we got. Well, no, that's a teaser. They throw you, um, they, they dangle that no, carrot once no, you find one. This you... is more Lord of the Flies. It has more the, the thought process oh, no, wait, everybody sucks. And yeah, everybody's gonna get what they got coming to them. Like, that's like. There were characters who legit, their crimes were with noble intentions. They mm. could have had arcs to find redemption, but you killed most of them. Yeah, you yeah. talk about Moses, he, like we even see in his flashback, uh, when his memories come back, that he actively tried to make sure that the act of destruction that he was involved in w- w- wasn't gonna hurt anybody. Mm. They just wanted to send, they just needed to send a message, message. Uh, to hopefully better a part of the world and i'm like mm-hmm. okay so i see that's extreme measures it's the wrong way to go about it it's but, a crime yeah but they're emphasizing that but he did not want to kill anyone did not want to hurt anyone yeah you know like they, he actively took steps to do so and because his homeboy messed up then you know everything went south and ended up going to jail and I, I i get that those characters are necessary and i get maybe one of them uh is gonna end up as a uh, as like a tragic you know, figure, and that'll somehow bring them together or something. We as the audience are meant to feel something specific. Yeah. Nothing seemed to have any motivation. They killed good, they killed the good characters just simply as they killed the bad ones. And they give us little hints of when you find out more about what this person's background is, or you're gonna feel differently. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. Well, just when we start to get that taste, that person's dead. Like, what the? But even, what, even what the some hell of the that ones that had like, yeah. like really like bad crimes to their name, like, mm-hmm. I would have been really curious to see like what kind of storyline. Like, yes. Yeah, pasty like dude. The, yeah, the pasty dude because mm-hmm. he was the um, he was the best shooter. Yeah, and it's like in this, it would be really interesting to go into that aspect of the story. Can't because, look, we've owned at this point that a lot of people who are mass shooters are um, what you call it, have serious either mental health issues or other serious problems going on in their lives, and perhaps they don't have the support to realize there are other answers they could right. get to, and you could have done an interesting storyline with him and let him try to be a better person. Like, it, was he just beaten down by life or is he really a bad person? And, like, mm-hmm. the title of the, um... The title of the, um, experiment was, like, Nature versus Nurture. And I'm like, okay, let's, like, really go into it. Let's, yeah. let's see if we can bring something new to that particular discussion. None of that. All of the best ideas in this show basically come out in the very last episode also, when you realize I really didn't like that esoteric question about the number 39 oh that was stupid was so that was stupid the reveal of this uh, the, number, the number 39 like oh, not quotation literally the number 39 is a thing mm-hmm. and it seems like this pattern that you know they're gonna come in contact more and more and it's gonna be this big reveal Let's and then you do find out they were they were in the last episode he was like what? I actually liked that. That was no. I didn't that, like it. It's not even like it's not even the the, the 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 answer to a to a grand puzzle. It's just like it was kind of sadistic. It was yes, like, that's what I actually liked about it. It was a case. So what you find out is, in this experiment, there's like the experiment is happening on death row uh, inmates to see if they can find redemption. And I love the question that they bring up of nature versus nurture. Like if you take these people, take take away their lives and all of the bad things that has ever have ever happened to them 
Can you rehabilitate them? Because this takes place, what you find out at the end, in the future when so many people are in incarcerated that like society can't even move forward. So they're trying to find a way to rehabilitate people so they can go back into society. And I think that idea is wonderful and it's annoying that it's like the it's like you find that out and then it's like credits. <laughs> it's so, That's them. It, like, yeah, no. But the scientists behind it, you do get to see like some of them are noble and some of them are idiotic. And that was when that guy's like that's the clue. Like, I'm telling you something that you should know about. I was like, they would never know that. Yeah. This is They've, absolutely yes. sadistic. No one's You're got a dummy. In this like area of life before. If right. they if, yeah. if, if if they did, they wouldn't be here. Right. Like what? <laughs> like, dude, like what kind of douchebaggy question was that? <laughs> Can you figure out my riddle? Like, yeah. The answer was what's in my pocket. That's the kind of freaking riddle or question somebody throws out there when they want to prove that they're like the smartest person yes. in the room and i was like and i think that's what bothered me about it i was like really yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then when they threw it in in different ways yeah. uh on the island i thought it was going to be very poignant you yeah, know and not. when um like w w at first they count out 39 but then later on how it's actually used is the answer doesn't turn out to be 39 it turned out to be three and nine you know so i thought Okay, they're gonna play with it. It's gonna be more of a thing, mm -hmm. you know. It's not. it's it's like forty two. Is there an actual meeting? Of right. Forty two in the um, Hitchhiker's Guide. This is uh, the geek series. down. They know what they're. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The, rest right. of the geek of our audience. <laughs> what I'm getting at is, you know what? Actually, no. I I think that the writers of this series didn't respect the audience enough yeah. uh, to follow up on anything that they present. They throw a lot of tropes at you, which could amount to an interesting story. And ultimately, it's just a really half-assed attempt to like, you know, honestly, if this wasn't Netflix, which most people steal anyways, I'd think this would be a cheap reason to get you in the theater to be like, oh, we got a lot of mystery for you. You're gonna come in and see this and it's gonna blow your mind, right? It's gonna answer all your questions and leave you with more questions and you're gonna be amazed. You're gonna wanna see so much more. And I'm gonna be like, cool, bam, I got my ticket day one. Walk in and then credits and you'll walk out like, yo, the Phantom Menace sucked. You know, I feel like that's what that, that's what this would would have been if it wasn't a Netflix show, and yeah, the fact right. that it was a Netflix show is just like no, all y'all did was waste uh, seven hours of my life. Yeah, uh, oh, for like nothing. Seven really. hours. Well, I mean, every episode is about 45, 45 minutes. But here we are talking about yeah. it. Whatever leftover seven, we're making up for right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause it's, oh, yeah, dude, it could have been a, it could have been a cool futuristic thing too. The yeah. second uh, they leave the island, or you see anything outside of the island, which you do, um, that's not really a spoiler. It's like it's got to go somewhere. Uh, I thought they could have done a lot more with that facility yeah. or the future or at the very least the concept of the experiment You know yeah. like they threw you on an island and gave you stuff of quote-unquote today when you find out it's not today Then they could have done so much more yes. and it's just wasted opportunity left yeah, and right what? and not just wasted opportunity But like these people are assholes, man. I don't want also, anything to do like, anything. Again, and then that weird ham-fisted political message that was in it. And I was just like, why? That they covered like, for all of seven minutes? Exactly. Total? What was the point? Because you're not really talking about it. Yes, it's a thing. That's an issue. But you're not actually having any conversation. There's nothing of merit artistically to bring it up. <laughs> and then they have the audacity. They have the gall to end on this like grandiose note of, well, how do you reacclimate a prisoner in society? Yeah. And then how do you get retribution for the real villains? And then we're gonna throw you this scene and then you, you won't feel a certain way at the end. Mm -hmm. And then, ha ha, you're welcome. 
credits. And I was like, aw. And look, Kate Bosworth's character survives. Though I hated no, her no, character. Yeah, no one wanted that. Go. Nobody oh, yeah. wanted that. Like, if why, anyone should Why does she have to be so mean to everybody? Especially the women. She was specifically mean yeah. to the other women. And I'm just like, really? Well, I thought I did fine. Like, oh, sorry. I did like the conversation she has with the other lady where she's like, I just hate women. I always have. Like, that's who I am. I don't even know why. And you see a little oh, bit. I understood why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's just self-loathing that's reflected. I'm yeah. like, that's just reflected self-loathing. You hate yourself. So in essence, you hate all women because mm-hmm. you see yourself. Like, that's it. I love <laughs> any sort of discussion about internalized misogyny because yeah. I feel like it's the root of so many things. Yeah, no. Any When the when an oppressed party perpetuates their own oppression, yeah. it is an interesting... It is always kind of an interesting thing to pull apart like why would you aid in your own destruction mm-hmm. <sighs> if only that had been more interesting than it played out yeah i like yeah i love that it happened but it wasn't she, done one well. conversation <laughs> and then a man saves her and that's it <laughs> that, is what happened. that is what happened isn't it oh oh no <laughs> uh, all right yeah um I gotta I got give this a rating. This rates uh, uh, as farm fresh garbage juice. Just like still warm, <laughs> so steaming with the aroma of, of failure and, and why. Uh, it's a hard thumbs down for me. And I apologize for ever putting this on the roster. If I had known, if I had been given any inkling whatsoever, I would have steered clear so far. It's also the first time we've seen you in a long while. So I'm sincerely sorry. <laughs> this is what you had to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad I can blame you because I had considered watching this show but hadn't gotten around to it until you asked me to. So okay. I had so never I, heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I got someone to answer for. Um, but yeah, it's the island. It's uh, oh, excuse me, the I dash land or Which, or one land or one land as yeah. they said at the end. Man, because don't forget there's a two land. Yeah, you don't want to go there though. Oh man, yeah. is there a three land and a four land? No, there's just the one and two land. Like, That's it. I yeah. thought it would, yeah. There's only one resident on, well, now two residents on two lands. Yeah. We made the Lost comparison. I mentioned Westworld. I was joking, but there actually uh, could have been uh, a Westworld uh, comparison in this where it probably would have, definitely not for damn sure, not saved the show, <laughs> but made it a little more interesting in terms of, okay, y'all put a little more work into this than you obviously did mm-hmm. uh, by having when we saw two land if two land would like a completely different environment with like a different set, set of prisoners but yeah. it's got its own experiment and, and motivations and then maybe there was a land in each you know do something along that line so we're not just stuck with okay everything at face value is awful yeah, yeah. but i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you have more and by the end we find out they yeah. didn't yeah and then yeah, they tried to ham fist in a bunch of like you no know, more clever tropes uh not um you know story uh story uh aspects of well you know you didn't know this and you didn't know this but you also didn't know this haha like, of course we didn't know this you're telling the story like we didn't room, know this because it's like because a you. room full of chekhov's guns that never go off yeah <laughs> or, or they all misfire you know it's like it's like okay we'll but take at least this they would have fired and then they didn't. So they're warm. introduced in the very in the last act and also don't go off yeah Dude, so yeah, right there, right there. You know what? And I want to give it a thumbs up so you can sit on that. Whoa! Hard hard thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's about it, really. Like, you know what? When I said earlier that this was a mix of like Lost, Westworld, and like, what was the other? Oh, Shutter Island? Mm hmm. 
it's more like an unrealized mix of those three things. That's, yeah. that's actually that's a good comparison because they're all they all they as, together they suck. They, they they put it all together in a blender and forgot to take any any of the points from any of them. <laughs> yeah, like it's like they took all the good parts out of each and then they <laughs> together what was left over. Oh, and they combine, this is what we have. They combine the four in Voltron, but all it does is like you know pee on people. <laughs> oh, you mean like the um, Transformer movies? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, this is this is uh, damn. What's his name? The director dude there. Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, this is this is Michael Bay's perf- uh, Michael, Michael Michael Bay's, Bay's perfect storm. Yeah. Michael Bay's lost. <laughs> this is Michael Bay's lost. Yeah. Thumbs I feel like down. you're giving this show way too much credit. For yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think uh, from what you guys are describing it doesn't sound like there's enough explosions. No, there aren't. There are no explosions. Mm. There aren't enough explosions, but there are more fist fights than I think it really earns. Ah, but there is military personnel, so you got that. Oh. It was, it was garbage what there was. Yeah. All right, so this has been the Geek Down. I want to thank you all for joining us for I would say another fun-filled episode, but now we just for 20 minutes talked about just trash that you should never expose just yourself to. <laughs> but regardless, I want to thank you all for joining us. I want to thank Little Beast. Hit it with time. Yeah. Bye. I want to thank Dean. Yep. I want to thank Shayna. Uh, and I want to thank you. Reminding you all, you can also check us out at geek-down.com. If you heard anything on this show, you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or find us on social media. Dude, like, subscribe, and stalk us on everything. We are on Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, you know, at the geek down. Find us and do interact. Also, find us on, uh, look up the geek down on your favorite podcast app. And you, you can catch us. You can hear our melodious voices every week. Mm. See our smiling visages every week. And we will never leave your side. Uh, <laughs> I got I got the belt. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us. We'll catch you all with hopefully a better show next time. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Bye.